Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Hi there, welcome in. My name is Rebecca Allen. And I'm a career success coach for corporate women who want to get ahead in their careers and who want the recognition that they absolutely deserve. And today I am talking with you about boundaries. Boundaries comes across such a lot in the conversations that I have with my coaching clients. It comes across in a lot of the conversations I have with my girlfriends, my friends. It is a challenge. And I think in a world today where so many women are feeling torn to deliver against multiple tasks all at the same time, whether that's in their personal lives or their professional lives, I think it's important to talk about boundaries. I think it's really important to understand that we have a lot of control over how we decide we want to be treated and how people do treat us as a result. And for me, like boundaries really is about understanding what is and what is not okay, what behaviors are okay and what behaviors are not okay, what you're prepared to allow and what you're prepared you know not prepared to put up with and I think those behaviors are as much about your own behaviors and choices as well as the behaviors of others and how they behave towards you there's this fantastic phrase that I learned early on in my coaching and NLP training around this idea that we train people how to treat us and it's up to us to actually train people teach them how you want to be treated. And I think it's a really, really important concept. It's something we have to be constantly working on because, of course, people all want us to do things for them. <laughs> you know, Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to get ahead. And if that means walking over a few people on the way, for some people, that's okay, right? But it might not be okay for you. And I think that is the essence of what we have to talk about when it comes to boundaries. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty, I'm going to be spending... A few moments here just defining some of the signs that your boundaries might currently be weak or quite frankly non-existent. And there are always costs, right, that come with having weak or non-existent boundaries. And I want to share 11 of those costs, 11 of those outcomes, if you like, when we have unclear or weak or non-existent boundaries in our lives. And I would love you to think about whether or not any of these is resonating with you right now. And maybe you have others that you want to add in there. If you do, you can always let us know. I'm always interested to hear from people who are listening to the podcast. You can email us anytime. You just have to go to podcast at illuminategrowth.com.au and you will get through to us. Let us know what you want to hear about. Let us know what you want us to talk about, what guests you want us to have on the show. But today I'd love to invite you to talk to me about boundaries and how you're managing your own boundaries. So let's talk about some of these costs. I'm going to share 11, like I said. It's not a particular number. It's just 11 that I thought up that I think come up quite often. And um, they're sort of symptomatic of um, how you're feeling when you have these weak boundaries. So first and foremost, you feel emotionally drained because you're being pulled in lots of different directions. Um, secondly, you're probably saying yes to too many things, but you just can't stop yourself. You feel compelled to say yes, even though you know in your heart 
you want to say no. You probably feel overwhelmed. Overwhelm is quite a common challenge or burned out. You know, those kinds of things are really common when we're being pulled too thin, which I think is another one where you're kind of being pulled in lots of different directions. You're being pulled too thin. You don't feel like you're actually able to deliver anything particularly well, I think comes out of that. You might be overloaded with even more tasks. So your boss might just be giving you more and more, even though he or she may know that you're feeling overwhelmed already. As a result of all of these things all combined, you will probably be feeling frustrated or angry or even guilty. I find that um, a common response is guilt, that we can't actually get to everything. We can't actually deliver everything to the best of our capability. And surprise, surprise, it's because you're being spread too thin. Sometimes when you have weak boundaries, you actually can be struggling to delegate. Oddly enough, you kind of take on more and more of the work for yourself and you just struggle to delegate out those tasks and you might have difficulty prioritizing those tasks. Maybe you're actually struggling to see the wood for the trees. Everything sort of seems to have equal weight and equal need when in fact you probably do have some priorities on that list, but you're struggling to prioritize those tasks. And I think the outputs of all of these things is we start doubting ourselves. Am I any good? Can I really do this? And you feel like you're not doing anything particularly well. So there's a whole sort of ream of interconnected challenges there that I think are really common when we feel like we don't actually have control over our boundaries, when those boundaries are weak or non-existent. And I'd be really interested to know if any of that is resonating with you right now. What are the challenges? What are the costs to you when you have unclear or uncommunicated or weak or non-existent boundaries? And I think it's really good to identify the costs because once we actually understand the specific outcome, the negative impact, if you like, of, of having these weak boundaries, it shows us that there is a, a pattern, if you like. It shows us that there is an outcome. So we have the weak boundary and it results in this outcome for us. And it's pretty consistent. And you may not even have been consciously aware that that pattern exists. It might have been running for such a long time. Sometimes for some women, it's their entire lifetime that this boundary has been crossed or this boundary has been an issue for them. But they've just not had that conscious awareness either about the boundary itself or the cost and the impact that it's actually having on them negatively or how on earth to fix it, how to solve that thing. And I think, you know, you could have been feeling overwhelmed. You could have been feeling thinly stretched for absolutely forever. And you've never actually identified that the cause is having the weak or the non-existent boundary. It's really important to understand the cause. So we understand how we're feeling. That's the output. But what's the cause? What is causing that stream of events to actually happen? So first and foremost, it's so useful to consciously acknowledge the pattern that you're in and also acknowledge the cause because then you have something to work with. When you understand the cause, the boundary, that's when you actually can identify an action or a behavioral change that can actually affect that pattern and change that pattern from, from happening. So if you're struggling with boundaries, if you're feeling like any of those symptoms, those outcomes of having weak boundaries really resonates with you, I'd love you to stick with me because we're going to be working through this in a more practical way to give you some understanding of how to break the pattern. So I'd love you to think right now about the areas in your life or maybe at work where you feel like you need to actually set some boundaries. And I'm going to talk in a very sweeping, generalized sense 
um, because if I talked about every single possible uh, permutation of this, we'll be here forever. But I'm going to give you some ideas, some prompts, if you like, so that you can start thinking about, well, how does this apply to me? So often um, I find people need to be writing and deciding boundaries um, around how other people treat them. Maybe it's how people interrupt them or how people are abusive towards them or how they belittle them or how they don't listen to to you so how is that person treating you that is affecting you that is bothering you what is the boundary we're going to talk about the boundaries later but what is the issue first what is the issue is it about how other people are treating you is it about them giving you too much work for example have a think about how other people are treating you is it about taking on even more work? Do you feel like you're one of those people who consistently said, yes, 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 I'll do that, no problem, knowing for well it's going to really negatively impact you? Do you think you have to create boundaries around toxic or difficult people, perhaps, people who are just entering your space um, in an unwelcome way and you need to think about what that looks like? relationships is another one right a big big kind of open um, ended one do you have to start thinking about relationships and how you need some boundaries around certain people maybe your boundaries has become a bit of a common problem now is actually around how much time you're spending on the internet or on social media or on devices for example maybe it's around alcohol maybe it's around downtime and needing more downtime and protecting that downtime uh, maybe it is about your health and well-being. So I'd love you to think about a territory, if you like, health and well-being, how other people treat you, downtime for you, work overload, use of devices, for example. Okay, There's some sweeping areas where you might want to actually be sort of writing some boundaries around. So remember, having those weak or non-existent boundaries creates that pattern of behavior and therefore a pretty predictable set of outcomes. So I want you to get really specific about how you are allowing that pattern to persist. So you might want to get a notebook, you want to write down the the ideas that you've got. What is your contribution, if you like, to keeping this pattern going, to giving the energy to this pattern? So get really specific about how you're allowing the pattern to persist. Also jot down how other people might be contributing to the pattern. Because often it can involve more than just you. It can be other people as well. How are other people making that pattern have energy and contributing to the pattern so that it continues? Write down also what the predictable outcomes of this pattern usually are. What are the outcomes? How do you feel? What's the response? What is the action that you take as a result? Do you just accept the work, for example, the overwork? Do you just say, yes, no problem, and you just welcome that work in? What is the predictable set of outcomes? So apart from those costs that we mentioned earlier, like exhaustion and the inability to delegate and just saying yes to everything, what other predictable patterns, what other predictable outcomes occur as a result of that pattern of behavior? So let's take accepting more work when you're already overloaded, most likely, as an example. For example, what are the predictable outcomes of the pattern? So I'm going to give you some ideas, okay? So do you berate yourself, for example, for saying yes again? I've just said it again. I'm so annoyed with myself. I should have said no. Do you berate yourself? You're such an idiot. I can't believe you just did that again. Does that further damage your esteem, for example? That is also an outcome of the pattern, your esteem being damaged. 
does um, somebody else, for example, around you just never take on the extra work? Do you just consistently see that person say no and push back and you're always the person who says yes? How does that affect you? How does that affect your relationship with them? Does it impact your family time or your own downtime, for example? What's the other output of this situation? Does it increase the likelihood that you'll be asked again by your boss to take on more work? Highly probable, right? Because you've trained them to treat you in a particular way. You've invited in that you have a weak boundary around this and you're welcoming in the fact that you'll continue to do it. So they are more likely next time to do it again and ask you again and expect the same reply from you. So this is what we're talking about, the pattern. The pattern will persist. So you want to identify how you and other people are enabling the pattern to exist first and then also list out the predictable outcomes of the pattern. So to help you with this, I'm going to share a little story because I think visual imagery can sometimes help us really understand what's going on for us. So I'd love you to imagine that you're watching a movie Okay, and in the movie, there's this gorgeous artistic looking woman and she's swirling white and red paint around in a massive, massive bowl. And she's using a really thin golden stick to create a red and white striped pattern as she slowly swirls the stick clockwise around through the paint. And that striped pattern is both predictable and mesmerizing as the paint starts to swirl around and around and around. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, a big, bright green stone lands in the center of the bowl and splashes red and white paint absolutely everywhere. The paint's no longer swirling around clockwise. It's stopped. The pattern has been interrupted. And the bright green stone proudly sticks out of the paint. And the paint has now come to a standstill. So, my analogy. I hope you loved my analogy. But those weak and non-existent boundaries, you just go around in circles, right? Just like the paint does. It's predictable. It goes round and round forever if you allow it to. And to interrupt the pattern, you need a big, bright green stone to throw right in the middle of the pattern and interrupt it. So I want you to ask yourself, what is my bright green stone going to be? How am I going to break this pattern? How am I going to break this cycle? How am I going to change the outcome? Now, there are lots of different things that you can do when it comes to somebody giving you lots of work, for example. And I'm going to give you a few little ideas to start prompting how you could start interrupting the pattern so that you stop the predictability of the series of events that's going to happen. You start standing up for your boundary of, you know, I don't want the overwork. I'm actually very comfortable with the amount of work that I have. Thank you very much. But here are some examples of things you could actually say. So you could say something like, look, this extra project, if I take this on, it's going to mean another project will need to stop for the time being. Which project, to your boss, do you want this to be? You can also say things like, look, I can take on this extra work, but person X, i.e. your peer or whoever it might be, will need to take on project Y. I don't have the bandwidth for both, so I'll take on X and they'll have to take on Y, for example. You could also say, there's just not the bandwidth for this right now, and we can start that project in two weeks. You can say, the quality of the projects that I'm working on now is going to suffer if we also take on project Y. 
I want to do the job properly and it's going to be the best result for all of us. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to prioritize this now for two weeks and then I'll come to the new project. And you're likely to get pushback because you've been in this pattern for a while with your boss, right? And they've been expecting you to say yes immediately, but you've got to stand firm with the boundary because if you don't, no one else is going to do it for you. Just remember, there's a thing about bright green stones. They change things. You have to define what behavior is and is not okay. What behavior is okay from you? What behavior is not okay from you? What about your boss? What behavior for them is okay? What behavior for them is not okay? Can you create compromise without also compromising yourself? I think that is the critical piece when it comes to boundaries. Can you actually show that you want to help them out without also sacrificing yourself along the way? Can you change their behavior to interrupt the pattern and get a different, possibly even better outcome by changing the pattern? Because I think that's the thing that we worry about. We worry about if we change the pattern, it's going to come off worse for me. I'm going to look bad. I'm going to look like I'm not collaborative. I'm not helping. I don't want to be involved. But what if you interrupted the pattern and you pushed back and you said no, and actually it produced an even better result, not just for you, but also for your boss. I think that's the way to start thinking about challenging boundaries. And I hope today has given you a bit of an insight as to how you can start becoming consciously aware, firstly, of the pattern itself, the costs, the impact on you, and also how you can start challenging that pattern. Thank you so much for joining me. I will be talking about boundaries again later in the year. I am sure it's one of those topics that comes up time and time again, like I say, because we want to do a good job and it means that we often will sacrifice ourselves for the job and that's not necessarily the best thing for you or for your company and I think it's really important to acknowledge that. So look, if you're looking for support in your career and you're looking for help outside of boundary setting, then we can absolutely um, help you. We are specialists in personal branding and raising your profile and your executive uh, profile within your company so that you can really build the visibility and credibility that will help you move your career forwards and move to that next level. If you are looking for some resources, you can go to our website. Our website is illuminategrowth.com.au. We obviously have a blog there full of information um, and resources there. There's also a free resources section on our website full of useful uh, tips and tricks. And you can also download our famous, fabulous resource, The Seven Habits of Female Execs Who Get Promoted. You can go to rebeccasfreegift.com to get your copy of that. I look forward to seeing you next week, ladies. You have an absolutely fantastic week ahead. 